This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's fair and 64 degrees in Moralton this morning and just about as good as it gets weather-wise, if you ask me. Today is Tuesday, the 28th of June, 2022. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. Now we will see some clouds move in throughout the day today, but we'll have a high in the mid-80s with calm winds. Tonight, clear skies, a low of 59. Sunny Wednesday, warming up a little bit, high of 89. Wednesday night, low 65 under a clear sky. And then Thursday, we return to the low 90s, sunny skies. 30% chance of rain Friday, could see a pop-up thunderstorm, sunshine otherwise. High in the low 90s once again. And that rain chance increases to 40% Saturday, otherwise sunny and a high of 90. Right now, fair and 64 at the KVOM studios. Let's take a moment and congratulate our KVOM employee of the day today. It is Hannah Roach at Petty Jean State Bank. Obituary announcements this morning. Jimmy Lynn Bridgman, age 71 of Adona, died on Saturday, June 25th. He was a member of Grace Baptist Church in Adona and a Vietnam veteran. He survived by his wife of 45 years, Shirley, two children, Cody Bridgman and Amanda Young, and four grandchildren. A private service for Jimmy Lynn Bridgman will be held at a later date with arrangements by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremation of Moralton. Charles Elton Doty, age 57, died on Saturday, June 25th. He was a diesel mechanic and is survived by his daughter, Billie Jean Martin of Perryville, his mother, Betty Doty of Houston, one brother, two sisters, three grandchildren, and a host of other family and friends. Graveside service for Elton Doty will be Friday, July 1st at 10 a.m. at Hope Cemetery in Perryville. Arrangements are by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremation of Moralton. Larry Foshi, age 54, of Blackwell, died Friday, June 24th. Memorial service will be held Wednesday, June 29th, 2 p.m. at Union Grove Free Will Baptist Church with Brother Scott Warren and Brother David Bishop officiating. The family will have a private burial at a later date. There will be a visitation at 1 p.m. prior to the memorial service at the church. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Billy James Howard Powell, age 40, of Apollo, died on Saturday, June 25th. He was a manager for Rayford Wendell Sod Farm and is survived by his parents, Sean and Patricia Powell, daughters Gwendolyn Powell and Daphne Powell, both of Houston, his grandparents Larry and Jackie Powell of Texas, grandmother Rosie Burns of Mina, three siblings, along with his nieces, nephews, cousins, and extended family. A graveside service for Billy James Howard Powell will be held Thursday, June 30th, 2 p.m. at Hope Cemetery with Brother Kevin West officiating. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Judy L. Dugan Ruff, age 61, of Moralton, died Friday, June 24th. The family will have private services at a later date. Arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Jeremiah James Story, age 21 of Apollo, died on Wednesday, June 22nd. Funeral service will be held this afternoon at 2 at Perryville First Baptist Church with Brother Mike Atkinson and Brother Colby Crow officiating. Burial will follow at Vaughman Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The funeral service will be broadcast on YouTube live stream. 7.35, it's fair and 64 on our way to a high of 85. We'll see some clouds move in throughout the day. 
KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 736, fair and 64 at the KVOM studios. The state senator who currently represents Conway County is one of two found to have violated Senate rules. Senator Mark Johnson of Ferndale and Senator Alan Clark of Lonsdale will receive a number of penalties. In a three-day hearing that wrapped up Monday... The Senate Ethics Committee said when Johnson attended a June 3rd Boy State event, he signed in Clark after Clark sent him a text asking him to do so. Clark did not attend the event. The Arkansas Democrat Gazette says Clark would have been eligible for $215.84 in per diem and mileage. He was not reimbursed for the meeting after Senate pro tem Jimmy Hickey of Texarkana filed the ethics complaint. Neither Johnson or Clark will be able to receive any per diem or mileage for the remainder of the year. They'll also receive a letter of reprimand, have to give up any of their committee chairmanships or vice chairmanships, and will never be able to serve on the Boys State, Girls State, or Senate Ethics Committees. Johnson serves Conway County in the current session, but following the census-guided redistricting of Senate districts, he'll run in newly drawn District 17 with boundaries east of Conway County. He defeated Spencer Hawks in the May Republican primary, and faces Democrat David Barber this November. The city of Moralton is excited to once again host the annual Fabulous Fourth Fireworks Display on Monday, July 4th at Moralton City Park. Like last year, this year's event will be a scaled-back version of what has traditionally been held with no free food or live entertainment. But Stephanie Lipsmeyer with the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce says the park still has a lot to offer, and you can come early to have a good time before the fireworks display. You want to get out and just see some fireworks and you know you can always go down and grill some hot dogs yourself. I know there's grills down there. Also down at the park there is everything that's open from the pool to the splash pad. Uh, You can have picnics down there and you know even in the nature trail park you can also have picnics down there and so you know that's exciting. We love the fireworks and um, that will be a big deal. The free fireworks show will start at dusk, and everyone is encouraged to bring your own lawn chairs and come early with your own food for a picnic in the park. Conway County has the state's 12th highest rate of COVID vaccination. Stacker compiled data from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and COVID Act Now, and as of June 23rd, the report says 54.4% of Conway County's population is fully vaccinated. That's just over 1% lower than the state's rate. The county has had 65 deaths, which is an 18.5% lower death rate than the state. The state senator representing Conway called the certification of the Supreme Court's overturn of Roe v. Wade a good day, but Jason Rapert told KATV work is not done. Rapert says he's now working with the National Association of Christian Lawmakers to seek the abolishment of abortion in every state in the country. Rapert's term as senator expires in 2023. He ran unsuccessfully for the Republican nomination for lieutenant governor this year. 
Arkansas's education system greatly depends on the state's ability to attract and retain teachers. In his most recent weekly radio address, Governor Asa Hutchinson noted that the state needs to make sure the pay reflects the importance of their job and our respect for their role in shaping the lives of the next generation of leaders. Teacher pay has been one of Hutchinson's top priorities since running for governor in 2014. Since then, the minimum teacher pay has increased to align with many of the surrounding states. In 2019, the governor signed the Teacher Enhancement Act that raised the minimum pay from $31,400 to $36,000 annually by 2022. Hutchinson said the increase was needed for our teachers, but it is not enough. Arkansas is still ranked 48th in the country for teacher starting pay even after that increase. 88% of our school districts start teachers below a salary of $40,000. We are 14th out of 16 states in our region for minimum starting salary, and we rank 13th out of 16 for average salary. Nearly 70% of all our teachers are making below $40,000 a year. Our goal should be to have 100% of our teachers making above $40,000. Hutchinson said there is reluctance by some in the General Assembly to raise teacher salaries because of the concern over a future economic downturn. Arkansas currently has over $2 billion in state reserves and surplus. Governor Hutchinson said he's confident in the state's future ability to fund these initiatives, but the General Assembly controls the purse strings of state government and he respects their constitutional role. While it might not get done this year, Hutchinson said he hopes it remains a priority in the future. The Independence Day holiday will be a prolonged celebration this year as the nation's birthday occurs on a Monday. Many Arkansas families will start their travel plans Friday with varied destinations over the following three days. With increased traffic volume anticipated comes the risk of tragedy, often attributed to a drunk driver. Law enforcement officers across the state are aware of these risks and know firsthand what can happen when a driver mixes alcohol with a holiday celebration. All too often, the end result is injury or death. This is why Arkansas state troopers, sheriff's deputies, and local police officers will increase their patrols to be on guard against impaired drivers, getting them off the roadways before anyone can be hurt. This 4th of July, the Arkansas Highway Safety Office and National Highway Traffic Safety Administration are working together to urge drivers to designate a sober driver before drinking any alcohol. If you plan on drinking, do not plan to drive. The Arkansas Highway Safety Office recommends these safe alternatives to drinking and driving. Designate a sober driver or plan to use public transportation or a ride service to get home safely. If you see a drunk driver on the road, Call 911. If you know someone who's about to drive or operate a motorcycle or any other vehicle while impaired, take their keys and help them make other arrangements to get to their destination safely. And buckle up, always. Your seatbelt is your best defense against the drunk driver. A Conway father was recently featured on ABC's Good Morning America after he shaved off 10 years of dreadlocks to support his one-year-old daughter. Kevin Stokes cut his hair to support his daughter, Nova, who lost her hair after undergoing chemotherapy. At just nine months old, Nova was diagnosed with stage four neuroblastoma, a type of cancer that mostly affects the nerve cells of infants and young children. Stokes and his wife documented Kevin's hair transformation on TikTok with the caption that read, 
anything for Baby Nova. For livestock producers, feeding costs are their highest expenses. With input costs as high as they are this year, it's important to take advantage of grazing. Good pasture management, planning, and utilizing all resources efficiently will be important to get the most economic benefit from grazing. The Perry County Extension Office is hosting a forage production workshop Tuesday, July 19th, 6 p.m. at the Perryville High School Cafeteria. Dr. John Jennings, forage specialist with the University of Arkansas Cooperative Extension Service, and Kenny Simon, program associate in forages with UA Extension, will talk about ways to get the most out of your grazing resources and how producers can extend their grazing period. Attendees are asked to register for the event in advance to get a headcount for the meal. If you're interested in attending, call the office at 501-889-2661. 7.46, let's check our market report. Here's Samantha Cassidy of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, equities bounced around the flat line for most of the day before finishing slightly lower on Monday. Markets appeared to take a breather following last week's sharp rally that saw the S&P 500 gain more than 6%. A somewhat more upbeat economic tone helped the better-than-expected durable goods data offer some support to small-cap stocks as well as a lift to bond yields, with the 10-year Treasury yield rising near 3.2% after dipping back near 3% in recent days. The energy, healthcare, utilities, and consumer staples sectors led today, signaling a defensive posture to Monday's moves as high inflation and increasing increasing recession worries continue to form the undercurrent for the markets, with no major headlines today reshaping that narrative. The Dow closed at 31,438, down 62 points. NASDAQ closed at 11,524 down 83 points. Volume was heavy as 1 billion shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a closer look at stocks of interest to our Kansans, AT&T was down 21 cents at $20.78. Bank of America was up 4 cents at $32.35. Deer and Company was up $4.46 at $315.33. Energy Corporation was up $1.41 at $111.96. Under Armour was down $0.03 at $8.36. Simmons Bank was up $0.06 at $21.63. Regions Financial was down $0.14 at $19.35. Southwestern Energy was up $0.19 at $7.20. Tyson Foods was up one penny at $85.81. Walmart was up 40 cents at $124.12. Live Ramp was down $1.41 at $29.37. Interpublic Group was up two pennies at $28 even. Nextera Energy was down 13 cents at $77.89. Natural Gas was up 21 cents. At $6.43, precious metals were mixed. Gold was down $6.50 at $1,823.80. Silver was up $0.03 at $21.16. I am Samantha Cassidy with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street in downtown Moralton. On our community calendar this Thursday is a deadline for producers to report prevented planting acreage for soybeans 
not following another crop to the Farm Service Agency, producers in Conway, Perry, and Faulkner counties should contact the FSA office in Moralton to learn more information. Palmerville First Baptist Church is hosting Zoomerang Vacation Bible School, a Sanctity of Life VBS, from 6 to 8.30 each night through Friday, open to all kids age 3 through the 6th grade. The Conway County Library's summer reading program continues today with the program at 3 o'clock. Meanwhile, the library's bookmobile will be at the T.C. Vaughn Senior Center in Moralton this morning, starting at 11 o'clock through 1 o'clock this afternoon. And the South Conway County School District is serving free meals for kids and teens Mondays through Thursdays through July 28th at Moralton Elementary School, breakfast at 7.30, lunch 11 till noon. It's available for all children 18 and younger. If you're just joining us and you missed our morning news, keep in mind it's easy to time shift your listening by subscribing to the free KVOM Newswatch podcast. It's available from Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, on our website or app, and you can subscribe for free. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published each weekday and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 7.50, coming up a little later on, we'll visit with Moralton Parks and Recreation Director Cassie Nanny on our close-up segment. Up next, Eric Tyler has your sports and weather as KVOM's Morning Newswatch continues. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Hey, Evans News, Walker Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Rookie Juan Yepes had his first career multi-homer game, and Adam Wainwright picked seven scoreless innings in the St. Louis Cardinals' 9 nothing route of the Miami Marlins Monday night. Paul Goldschmidt went 4-4 four for four with a home run as the Cardinals move within a half game of Milwaukee for first place in the National League Central Division. Cards play game two of that three-game series with the Marlins. Tonight, when the teams match up at Bush Stadium in a 6.45 p.m. contest, we'll have live coverage of that game on Motown Radio 92.5 FM and AM 800 and on 92.7 Jack FM. Pre-game starts at 5.50. After finishing in second place in the first half of the Texas League North season, the Arkansas Travelers start the second half of the schedule tonight with the opener of a six-game series in Tulsa. Look at weather now on this Tuesday morning. Currently in Moralton, humidity is at 88%. Northeast winds at 5 miles per hour. Barometric pressure is at 30.23 inches. Low temperature this morning officially got down to 57 degrees here at the KVM Studios. High yesterday was 86. A year ago today, the low was 73 with a high of 97. No rain in the last 24 hours at KVM. It's been a while since we've had measurable rainfall here at the station. We're still at 30.95 inches for the year. Sunset this evening is 829. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 559. And a forecast calls for increasing clouds today. Another nice day. High of only 85 degrees expected. Then mostly clear tonight with a low down to 59. Sunny tomorrow. High near 89. Then probably back in the low 90s Thursday and Friday. And uh, Chance of rain, at least, uh, for Friday and 
Uh, really through most of the holiday weekend, 30 to 40 percent chance there Friday and Saturday. Sunday may be the best chance of uh, our next rainfall, 50 percent chance there. Right now, fair skies and still at 65 degrees in Marlton. News Watch on this Tuesday morning continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. And it's time for a close-up interview this morning. We're joined on phone by Cassie Nanny, Director of Marlton Parks and Recreation. And good morning to you, Cassie. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. All right. It's been I know, a pretty busy time there, Parks and Rec. A lot going on in the summer. And uh, we're going to kind of get updates on, on uh, a lot of the things that have been going on first. The city pool, I know there have been a few changes there. How have things been going at, at, at the pool this year? It's um, been going really, really well. We have been um, very busy and steady, and it's great to see everyone at the city pool. Um, we did do some changes this year. When you check in, you'll notice that our, our concession stand is also in the same building. So we don't have two buildings that you have to go back and forth to. Um, we only sell prepackaged food, so snack-like food. So you can get drinks and candy and chips and um, a few other things from us there as well. Um, we made some changes on our daily rate passes um, for a child that is um, 12 and under. They are $5 and 13 and up is 7 and that's your daily rate. Um, if we have daycares or um, any kind of special events going on with kids, um, there is a child care rate of $2 per person. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, we have our season passes. You can do family, individual, or couples. Um, and you can um, call the city pool, and the city pool does have a new number this year. Um, it's 501 215 Four zero six zero, so they can call and get those rates, or come by and see us and get signed up. All right, it is exciting. I know people are certainly using that uh, as hot as it's been here last couple weeks, and also uh, uh, the splash pad's been staying pretty busy, hasn't it? Yes, splash pad. There's people there every single day. Um, we did um, push the time back when how late it stays open for the water being turned on the water runs till 10 p.m at night so you will see a little change on that you have longer hours to use the splash pad okay that is awesome and uh turning now to some of the the programming there at the uh with parks and rec baseball and softball season uh, has that kind of wrapped up now yeah so we just finished up our tournament last week we held Two districts and a state, which included three age divisions of state. Um, so, yeah, the, the baseball fields were very busy the last few weeks with um, tournaments going on. 
Um, we, during our regular season, we did have a few rain outs and we had to do rescheduling. Um, but overall, everything went very, very well this year and we were really excited. Um, saw lots of new kids coming on, so we love seeing that. That means that um, we've got more kids um, getting involved and that's what we want to see. And that is great. You also, of course, have stuff for the adults. Is there adult basketball league coming up soon? Yes, there is. Men's and Women's Basketball League. That's at the Moralton Community Center. Registration has started for that. Um, so registration goes June 6th through June 30th. And then the season starts July 5th and will go through August 18th. Um, it is 300 per team. And then um, men's will play on Monday and Tuesday nights. And women's um, will play as well during that, and that's 18 and up. Okay. All right. That's always fun. And, uh, of course, I know there's been uh, turn back to, to, to kids programming. Is summer camp for kids, is that still going to happen this year? We have got lots and lots of phone calls for summer camp, and, yes, that is happening. Registration is going on right now for that, too. You can call the community center and get registered for that. Um, registration is June 28th through um, July 12th, and then it is $60 for one child. If you have any siblings or um, more children that sign up, it's 50 per child after that. Um, this does include a T-shirt um, for the kids. And then um, camp will start July 18th through the 22nd from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. And they'll have lots of activities, outdoor games, um, going to the nature trail, um, being at the tennis courts and basketball courts, water activities, and also just socializing with other kids. Um, if your kids are in first through sixth grade as of August this year, they are more than welcome to participate. Okay, look for that. I know it's been a very popular event, so uh, looking forward to that in the middle of July. And uh, we've covered a lot this morning. Anything else uh, kind of going on with, with Parks and Rec to bring up this morning? Man, we've just been really, really busy, um, and it's been great. For my first season here, we have just hit the ground running and um, looking forward to keep improving and, um, you know, making positive changes and keep growing our Parks and Rec department. Um, the bowling alley and skating rink um, the machines are being um, installed. We got some furniture that was just um, delivered, I think, last week. Um, walls are being painted. So we're moving forward on that. So we've got lots of things going on. Yeah, I know a lot of people looking forward to uh, to that getting open for sure. So Cassie and Annie with uh, Marlton Parks and Recreation, we thank you so much for joining us this morning. All right. Thank you. This is Newswatch on KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning Newswatch, the podcast edition.